Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He's the editor-in-chief of the most popular Chiefs website on the internet and is a master of impressions. If they win this game, they're going to make the playoffs. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride joins the drive. You want to know how I know that Pete Sweeney is such a big deal? The only other person that has two sponsors is Mitch Holtz's voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Pete Sweeney is presented by Mark Ferguson, the attorney that's been helping KC sports fans with all of their legal needs since 1996. Integrity results. That's Mark Ferguson. And now he is also brought to you by Park and Go, your go-to airport parking destination with all covered parking. Book parkandgo.com today. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, editor-in-chief. How does it feel to be in a class with you and Mitch Holtis? Yeah, you can't see me right now, but I'm doing the, the Johnny Manziel celebration. So that means you get unlimited parking goes? I hope so. I hope I get I hope I get free legal advice from Mark and I hope I can just park at the airport whenever I want. I feel like I, I, I'm owed that, right? No, absolutely. I mean I think both of those things could definitely come in handy. You seem like somebody who needs go. legal legal representation and you're always on the go traveling. So park and go would actually make a lot of sense for you. Pete, what's your favorite storyline as we head into the game? Okay, that's a, a a good question. You're catching me off guard here. I think it's uh, I got I think it's got to be the opportunity here to end the the discussion of the dynasty thing. Uh, as you guys know, or some of you know, I guess I wrote a book, A Dynasty Begins, after last year's Super Bowl. I kind of felt this thing that like if you go to five straight AFC title games and you're hosting them and you're going to all these Super Bowls, and you're able to win two in, in so many years. I, I think we were good to call on that last year, but I don't think everyone agreed with that, especially members of opposing fan bases, not of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think now uh, what's staring you, to, you in the face is this uh, ability to make it undeniable You know, at, at this stage. If you get a win on Sunday, there's no more, oh, well, they need to do this and that to become a dynasty. I mean, it, it's written in stone. And uh, how cool is that? I mean, the last time – we got one of these things started was 20 years ago. And so uh, I think if I had to pick one, it is the win. And I, I think the legitimacy of what this team and what this run has become. For me, from an on-the-field standpoint, my biggest talking point, I think the biggest storyline is about the Chiefs defense that – I think the Super Bowl has a way of sort of freezing things in time that if this defense goes out and plays well and they hold Christian McCaffrey to 
you know, 13 carries for 51 yards rushing, and he just has one touchdown, and he's a, really a non-factor in the game. And there's a lot of pieces. There's a lot of weapons on San Francisco. If this defense plays really well and they win because of their defense, their defense is going to be talked about like they're the 2015 Broncos. Like they're going to be one of the blueprints and teams that you try to create a defense like, especially because this isn't a defense that you think is traditionally just filled with Hall of Fame talent. Like Colin Cowherd said it earlier today, San Francisco's defense has a lot more name players, but Kansas City's defense heading into this game is playing at a much higher level in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think you look at the defense from up and down, and as far as like name, brand, and, and notoriety, I mean, I think Chris Jones to me is a a national name, and I I don't think it really extends past that. Like if you think about Justin Reed, Justin Reed's a great player, and the Chiefs went out and got him in free agency, but it wasn't one of these landmark deals that was turning the heads and resetting the market type of thing. And I I think Justin Reed's been good, and I think he gets more and more popular, but it's just Colin Coward's right. Like, it's not to the level of some of these names in the 49ers, like the, the Boses and the Warners. Uh, and what, what is really cool about that is that means everyone is pretty young. Like, think about the amount of starters that the Chiefs have on defense that are still in their rookie contract. So, you know, even be it LeJarrius Sneed. LeJarrius Sneed may be the best cornerback in the NFL, and he's on a rookie deal right now, right? He's in the last year of his rookie deal. So I just think that is a, a great – storyline to to think about and i i think you're right it so much about the chief story has been like how do we make an offense like this how do we find our patrick mahomes where i think this chapter will lead to man we got to model what kansas city did on defense so this can work for us uh, after we pay the quarterback and it, it's hard to replicate and you know i i think the chiefs are going to be challenged by that like when you have jones and, and steve coming up we'll see what they'll do to to alleviate that but I don't have to worry about that until after Sunday. And so this defense, I, I think, is uh, the number one reason the Chiefs are there. And I just – I wasn't really impressed with what I've seen from San Francisco's defense, at least not in the postseason. I mean, you look at the Packers. I thought Jordan Love played really well, just made a couple of mistakes that you don't think Patrick Mahomes would make. And then in the NFC Championship game, I mean, the Lions moved the ball pretty consistently against San Francisco. They just decided to stop kicking field goals in the second half of that game you would think that this defense would start to gel and really start to play better, but I haven't seen that from San Francisco defensively. Yeah, I'm, I'm joining you from Vegas right now, and, and through the palm trees, I can see very, very tall Mandalay Bay. And I just think the fact that I can go in there and get points for this game for Kansas City is absurd. I, I don't know how they're the underdog in this game. Now, at the bare bones of it, we always talk about the cliche, like the NFL's a quarterback league. This is a two-time MVP versus Mr. Irrelevant in his first game in the Super Bowl. Like, I don't – it doesn't like, – it's hard for me to wrap my head around how the Chiefs are possibly underdogs when you just think about that. Uh, you know, talking with Sean Barber, uh, Rob, I, I guess, thinks they should be uh, an underdog, but I don't think anyone else agrees with them. Right now, we're joined by Pete Sweeney, editor-in-chief of Arrowhead Pride, the most popular Chiefs website on all of the interweb. What was it like to be at Super Bowl Media Day? Because, you know, the the few that you have been to, it has been a lot about Patrick Mahomes. This one, it was about one of his teammates, which is unusual, at least for this team having the face of the NFL. What was it like to be at this year's Super Bowl Media Day? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes in these past ones, I don't, they didn't do one for Tampa, if I'm remembering correctly, because of the COVID situation. But the other two 
uh, that we've been to, Patrick Mahomes, you know, would be the guy getting the absurd attention. You know, not to say that some of these other stars, you know, you mentioned Chris Jones and in years past, it was uh, Tyron Matthew, you know, was still on the team. And of course, there'd be popular players, but no one would compare to Mahomes. Uh, you really got the sense that, like, Travis Kelsey has just entered another layer of fame, um, another zone of fame. It, it's, it's incredible. One of the the quotes I think that has stood out to me just regarding the off the field with Kelsey um, has of course been about his relationship with Taylor Swift and just how Kansas city famous is a lot different than worldwide famous. And now Kelsey's on that Mahomes plane of worldwide famous. I mean, I, he's reached it uh, through some of the off the field stuff with the acting, the podcast, and, and certainly the relationship with the biggest pop star in the world uh, helps that. Uh, and I, I think, you know, we're, we're so obsessed with this uh, situation between them. It's on entertainment tonight. And I, I think overlooked in that whole situation and, you know, talking with people with the team behind the scenes, he's gone actually a little bit further above and beyond than he would in previous years to just make sure that the teammates know that he is still putting football first and foremost, like type of thing where, you know, go early, leave late, that type of scenario. And, and even through all of this, and I think this is the most fascinating part, there's like, no teammate, no one that you talk to uh, with anyone with the team that is saying that it, he's allowed it to become a distraction for the team. I know that there have been some rumblings of that outside the building, especially as the Chiefs were struggling. And so it's a really interesting storyline, uh, one that is unlike anything I've covered in my 10 years doing this. I, I doubt I'll cover anything like it in the future. And uh, it's certainly part of uh, all the storylines that go into the Super Bowl. I think Kelsey deserves a lot of credit for how cool he's played it. I mean, you are there for every media availability. He doesn't seem or act any different than he did at the very beginning of the season or really at any other time in his career. I mean, maybe that's why their relationship seems to work is he is calm. He is cool. He is collected. He has played this really well in the midst of maybe one of the biggest changes of his life. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been incredible, and uh, you know, I, <laughs> I'm doing, I'm a football writer, and I'm doing the uh, relationship analyst. Uh, it just seems a lot more. We have a plane coming over if you hear that, but it just seems a lot more serious. Um, yeah, off the field than you know maybe he's been in with previous relationships, and I, I think uh, another quote that that sticks out is uh, you know people can say things, especially in the entertainment world, they're always going to be judging you for anything, but. You know, they remain happy, and, and they, they kind of go into it like, look, as long as we're happy, we don't care what anyone thinks. I think that's how you got to do it. Right now, we're joined by Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride going through some of the storylines as we get ready for Super Bowl 58. Pete, how much of a conversation was about the field and San Francisco's complaint about the field and wanting to switch with the Chiefs? Yeah, I think we've all kind of like laughed at it. This is just one of the things that happens in the NFL where the conference home team right gets the the home facilities and it, when they switch it the other team ends up getting the the college facilities we've seen the the chiefs in past super bowls have to go work at the college facility and so hasn't really been uh, as big of a storyline to me as maybe as it seemed online i do feel just generally speaking like it, it seems like the 49ers have a lot more gripes and and pre-game complaints uh, ahead of it i know that the field has been one of them. Obviously, that was floated out to some of the NFL newsbreakers, so you know that's coming from the top. Uh, you saw the quote with Bosa talking about the holding before the game even begins. I mean, hell, 
uh, their president, uh, Jed York, is talking about the holding in the last Super Bowl. And I, I don't know. I, you know, I know that, right, we all live in Kansas City. We're, we're biased and we're Kansas City. But I, I just I can't see the Chiefs losing a big game and, like, Mark Donovan years later being like, yeah, but, you know, we were down to our fourth offensive line. Like, I don't think he's going to get to those weeds. And so I just think it's been a little catty. And I, I know that football is more than, like, vibe check, but I just think the vibes for the Chiefs right now are, are a little bit more immaculate than that maybe of the 49ers. I was just going to ask you, at least in terms of, like, the feel around the game and who's favored, are you getting a sense that it's 50-50? Because, I mean, if you're – if you're looking at the spread and the spread is a 1.2 point game, you and I do this for a living. That is a coin flip game. It could go either way. It seems like based on the money line, based on where people are actually betting, based on hearing people talk, it seems much more favored in Kansas city than that. But I also live in Kansas city. You are in Vegas and you are there where you are around all the media coverage. Where are you getting a sense of where the public or the media feels about this game? Yeah, I was kind of alluding to it before. I just, I don't get the spread. And like my friends that, that uh, we, we talk about this stuff all the time and, you know, we do some sports gambling stuff. I'm not always right. I, I lose bets, like, just like anybody else. But I, in this particular scenario, it just, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I can't, I don't understand how the Chiefs aren't at least a, a three-point favorite. I personally, like, if you're asking me what I would like for the game, I'd like the offline of the Chiefs minus six and a half. Because if you just look at what has happened since the we've gotten to this point, the Chiefs' defense is so good, and and we were talking earlier about the Legion of Boom and and some of those historic defenses uh, that they're almost like opponent proof. I mean, I know about the weapons that the the Forty Niners have, but like Brock Purdy's never been in this type of game. Steve Spagnuolo has proven to be a mastermind of confusing these uh, opposing quarterbacks. You saw him do it against great quarterbacks like Josh Allen and, and Lamar Jackson to an extent. I, I felt like Lamar Jackson um, was not playing his game. Like I, that's the the key. He gets these teams to kind of get out of you know what has made them great, and he does it each and every week. And now you have a, a rookie, you know, a, not a rookie, but a, a former seventh rounder in his first game, um, you know, for for the title. Uh, and, and granted, I know I understand the weapons, but I just think Spags is going to have a really good plan, and it's going to curb what Purdy can do through the passing game uh, and then I think on the other side it's the 49ers haven't really looked that good defensively lately uh, getting into this game especially in the postseason and I, I really thought Patrick Mahomes uh, and and looked like a really re-energized rejuiced up Travis Kelsey had a nice first half in the AFC title I think it's going to take four quarters in the Super Bowl but I I just like the Chiefs better here I didn't like and I and like I, I I'm not I don't pick the Chiefs every week I like Buffalo I think Buffalo had the best chance to beat Kansas City I picked Buffalo by a field goal in that game. Uh, I don't see it uh, in this particular matchup. Pete, it scares me that you and I feel so similar about this game. Like, I'm picking Kansas City for three different reasons. They have the better head coach. They have the better quarterback. And of the four units in the game, I trust their defense the most, and I think that that is the best unit in the game. So if you're going to give me all three of those things – on a neutral side, I'm going to pick Kansas City to win this game. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if San Francisco wins, but if they win, that means that Brock Purdy doesn't have a turnover in this game, and that also means that Christian McCaffrey is more than likely the MVP of this game. Yeah, I think that it's like if you're looking for one way, like usually you ask me uh, if happens the 49ers win. I, I think the biggest thing that stands out is them 
really cooking in the run game early and getting out to an early lead. Like if there was a weakness of the Chiefs defense this year, it's it's been here and there. They've been a little gashed on the ground. Like they're susceptible sometimes to these explosive plays on the ground. And the 49ers have, you know, could argue the best rushing attack in the league when you combine the fact that CMC is the best running back and they do a lot of those sideline to sideline end around type type deals with Debo Samuel and, and teams have had a tough time defending that. Uh, and so I think if you're looking for an angle of how the 49ers win, it's that way. But I, I just, you know, not that Kyle Shanahan gets, gets too big brained on it, but I think they like to try to throw the ball, which like is a huge mistake against Kansas city. I don't know what, what, what the Ravens were doing. I, you know, if, if they come out and try to have this offensive game plan, uh, with Brock Purdy trying to throw all over the field, I think the Chiefs are going to easily win this football game. You know, and and it could turn into a you know a quick, quick game where you feel like the Chiefs have it in control the entire time. But I, I'm with you. I I feel pretty sure about all these things, and I, and I think naturally, you know, from doing this for a long time, like yourself, you tend to say like, what am I missing here? And and I think that's that's where a lot of people that I've talked to, especially covering the Chiefs, I think that's where a lot of their minds are at. It might be sacrilegious to bring this up, but were you more confident heading into the game against Tampa Bay or more confident heading into this game against San Francisco? I think I'm trying to remember before Tampa Bay. I think we all, this is what I remember about Tampa Bay. It's been a couple of years. And so I'm trying to put myself in, in position. I was before the game. I think all of us to an extent discussed the idea that the chiefs offensive line could get in trouble in the game and that could be a major factor. And it felt more like a, a coin toss. Um, and we all kind of knew the point, but we weren't giving it nearly as much credit as it deserved. Obviously we learned. Uh, and so I think because of that factor, I, I considered it more of a coin toss it ended up being a route. It just ended up not being even a football game, which we all remember. And it was, it was terrible. And so I think if I'm trying to really remember before the game, I, I feel more confident about this one. To me, it's just, it's the, it's the quarterback matchup. Like I, I was even more, uh, maybe this, this would be sacrilegious to Niners fans, but I would, was even more confident about Jimmy G in this spot. I just think a, a player like this, who we've seen unravel at times, coming into a very, very big game against a lot of players who have been there before, not just the quarterback. It, you know, it's been the skill players. A lot of these linemen have played in, in a couple Super Bowls, right? Like the defense we had, we'd mentioned, I, I don't think I was as confident heading into a game where the Chiefs were playing Tom Brady, no. Pete, a couple more questions here before we get you out of here. What is the most exciting thing that you have done so far in your first three, four days in Vegas? Oh, okay. The most exciting thing that I've done so far. Well, it's been a lot of work. The Chiefs have uh, a lot of media sessions. Uh, I did, uh, while I was uh, typing an article, hopefully Joel's not listening, but I I did play a little video poker mid-article. I imagine as the the work dies down toward the end of the week, you know, it'll get a little bit more fun. But right now we've been we've been locked in. The Chiefs have these long media sessions each and every day. So uh, the way that, as you know, Carrington, because you're coming out here, the way that, that Super Bowl week is built, you kind of finish the media portion on Thursday. You can enjoy the city a little bit Friday, Saturday. So nothing too crazy yet. And by the way, yes, I, I did lose video poker. I was 10 bucks just down the drain. Okay, yeah. No, I was going to ask that next. What do you play other than video poker? Because I would probably rank it. I'm craps one, blackjack two. There's this game called Fortune Cup that I really love in Vegas too. Little little horse racing, little derby action. Big fan of that. What are you playing when you're in Vegas? 
Yeah, I'm trying to set up my week so I can get all the coverage that everybody needs. Uh, like I said, there's no more media opportunities after Thursday, and I, I think I might partake in a little uh, Hold'em tournament on Friday. Hold'em's my favorite game. I like that you're playing against peers instead of the house, and as we know, the house always win, wins. And uh, then I would say blackjack and then classic just you know pull up and see what sports are on and, and make a sports wager and watch the game. I think that's always fun. So those would be my top three. Hold'em, blackjack, and then you know, go to the sports book and maybe grab a beer. Who's the most famous person that you've seen uh, at Radio Row? Yeah, I was uh, in the wrong area, and somehow I, like, turn around, and I'm like, I think that's the the new World Heavyweight Championship. I'm like, why does this random have uh, the World Heavyweight title? And uh, behind me, out pops Seth Rollins. I don't know if you know who that is. But, I do. Uh, one, of the, one of the main uh, – one of the main fighters in, in WWE currently. It, 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 it's kind of crazy that there are so many. You go to the radio row and, um, you know, you got Schmendricks like Cody Tapp and Alex Gold there, but then you have Jake Laser around the corner, uh, guys that you see on TV all the time. So it's a little surreal, but um, having done this a couple times, fortunately, because Chiefs have been so good, you, you do get a little used to it by now. It's crazy to say, like, we always talk about the Super Bowl routine. It is a little bit normalized for me where maybe like Miami wasn't uh, I was you know it was kind of like uh, a little bit more caught off guard doing it the first time so you're telling me the most famous person you've seen as a wrestler radio row must be boring then yeah I you know what I was a big wrestling fan as a kid okay so I, you know it makes kind of my it gives me like a jolt uh, whereas like I've been doing sports a long time and so maybe it's just less and so maybe that has uh, something to do with it today was my first day at radio row they and and you'll see this because I again I know you're coming down but uh, there, you'll love this, by the way. There is a station set up, and it's Bounty Towels. And the whole promotion is like, he's trying to advertise the paper towels. They're giving out unlimited chicken wings. You can have as many chicken wings as you want. So unlimited? There. Unlimited. Yeah, you can go keep going up for more boxes and more boxes. Uh, and they just want you to use their paper towels. So, uh, yeah, more than any celebrity, I was very excited about the free chicken wings. I might have to move my plane ride to tonight and i need to be there tomorrow so i can get two days of wings instead of just the one yeah i knew you'd like that yeah it's uh it's a good setup for sure that is pete sweeney of arrowhead pride joining us on the show today fan of seth rollins pete i look forward to seeing you in a couple days my friend burn it down absolutely that's pete sweeney of arrowhead pride joining us on the show today as he is live from radio row in las vegas nevada Rob, what kind of, uh, you know, you've been to Vegas a couple of times. You uh, like to place a wager or two from time to time. What uh, what games are you mostly playing when you go down there? What is uh, What games tickle your fancy? I'm mostly a blackjack guy. Like, if I'm, I know I'm pretty basic and bland that way, but blackjack. But I'm like Pete. Like, now, the world has changed. Sports betting on my phone has definitely changed things. But I used to be a big just post up at the sports book guy. Just... You know, get a table, get a bucket, and get as many sports bets in as you can and just really enjoy yourself. Now, I can do that on my phone, so I think a lot of the allure is gone for me because outside of blackjack, I'm not a huge table game guy, and the slot machine doesn't move me in the least. Yeah, I'm not really a slot machine guy either. Like, it's just never moved me. It's just, it's just boring to me. Like, I understand why other people like it, but I need the action. I need the cards. I need the dice. Not really a roulette person. Doesn't really do much for me. I like roulette, but I don't, like, seek roulette out, if that makes sense. Yeah, I I, I learned how to play Baccarat this year. I, I've never played it before, but I did. I was like, oh, I'm going to learn how this is. So I watched a couple of videos like, oh, I think I understand. Uh, but, yeah, no, that's uh, normally what I play. I uh, 
I love I love the dice. I'm much of a I'm a craps person. I like the little bubble craps. I don't know if you've been out there and they got it now. You can play craps by yourself. That's usually what I play whenever I am in uh, Las Vegas. What's that horse racing game you always are raving to me about? Out Fortune there? Cup. Oh man, I love it. It's so good. I could sit there all day and play it all day. And they just bring you drinks while you're sitting there. Oh, it's the best. It's my favorite. For those of you that know what I'm talking about in Vegas. So, you know, like they used to have the little Sigma Derby. You put the quarters in and they would run around. Now it's a lot more digitized than, you know, high tech. Oh, I could sit there all day and play that game. Big fan. Coming up on the other side, we'll get back to the Super Bowl. And Randy Gisarely wrote a really good article in The Ringer about Patrick Mahomes. And you know what? It actually didn't change my opinion about Mahomes. It changed my opinion about one of his teammates. I'll tell you who it is. Keep right here. So drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kansas City is Justin Reed. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Your big game coverage is brought to you by Community America Credit Union. Community America Credit Union is proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card at ChiefsChecking.com. Someone asked this question on the text line, and I think it is the best question that you can ask about Super Bowl 58. CDOT. What the hell does Vegas know that we don't know on why the Chiefs are underdogs? The only thing that makes sense to me is that San Francisco was the better team during the regular season. That is the only argument or the only logic that makes sense. Like, as I was sitting there after the AFC championship game, you know, we're all excited the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. And you're watching the NFC championship game. And it was a great comeback from San Francisco. 
Phenomenal comeback. Great game. And my friend and I were sitting there, and I was like, are the Niners going to be favored? Because I don't think they played that well against Green Bay. I mean, they played three lackluster quarters and then finally figured it out in that final quarter, and Purdy put the one drive together. And then you fast forward to the NFC Championship game, and they got dominated in the first half. I mean, over the eight quarters that we have seen San Francisco play in the postseason, they've maybe played well in three of them. Like They have not been great in the postseason. Meanwhile, I would say that this is the best version of the Chiefs that we have seen so far this season, and their defense is playing at an elite high level. I don't know why San Francisco is the favorite in this game because on the outside looking in, it doesn't make any sense. Now, I understand that I am biased. We are biased following this team and where we are. But if you were just laying out the raw data of how we feel about football games and how important the coaching matchup is and knowing that Kansas City has the advantage in that, even though I think Kyle Shanahan is great, you would have to check that box for the Kansas City Chiefs knowing how important quarterback is. And this is one of the biggest disparities we have seen in the Super Bowl between one team's quarterback and the other team's quarterback. Check that box for Kansas City. I don't know how you could argue that San Francisco's defense is better. So if you're one of those defense wins championship people, I don't know how you could argue San Francisco over Kansas City. I mean, the only thing that makes sense to me on why they would be favored in this game was that they were the better, more consistent team in the regular season. But I would just say that Kansas City isn't the same team that they were in the regular season. I'm also not sure if San Francisco is as dominant now as they were during stretches over the regular season. This is a different team than the one, at least how I feel about them, heading into the Baltimore game. Heading into the Baltimore game, it was very obvious to me that San Francisco was the best team in the National Football League, up to the point that it had you questioning whether or not you would take San Francisco against the field. Now, they've gotten to the Super Bowl. They beat the Green Bay Packers, who were the first seven seed to win a game in the postseason, and they beat the Detroit Lions. And no shade towards the Lions, but one team had over 100 games of NFC championship game experience. The other team had like four games of championship experience, and it showed in the second half of the game. So out of their biggest advantages that they had in the second round and third round of the postseason, they're not going to have in the Super Bowl. It doesn't make sense to me why the line is where it is. Now, I'm not complaining about it. Go take advantage of it. I am planning on taking advantage of it, and maybe you take advantage of it. It does not make sense to me why San Francisco is the favorite in this game. And Vegas rarely gets things wrong. I think they have it wrong here on who should be the favorite. This should be a Kansas City minus two and a half line. Instead, it's San Francisco minus two right now. I think on the field, you're 100% correct. But I was listening to a podcast the other day about the line. And they were talking about how it makes no sense. And one of the Vegas insiders, you know, one of those gambling people said that the Niners are considered a public money team. There are only a few teams in all of sports that this is the case. It's the Niners. It's the Cowboys. It was the Patriots of Brady. They're a public money team. And Joe Fan tends to ride with this team. It's the betting public team. So there is an element at play here of, if you made the Niners the dog and you were wrong, 
Vegas can lose itself. And by making them the favorite against Patrick Mahomes, you can play a little CYA because that's the only logic I've heard that makes sense to me because as far as on the field, I agree with you. Defense advantage, Kansas city quarterback, Kansas city coach, Kansas city outside of fans at the game, which I think will benefit San Francisco, which who cares after this postseason? We've seen the chiefs take their show on the road. There is no on the field logic for me for why the Niners are a favorite unless Vegas just insulating itself against a massive potential loss by making them a dog. And a lot of people are making the comparison between Nick Foles and Tom Brady. And I certainly get it. Like someone on the text line, CDOT, this is the same as the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl. I mean, in that Super Bowl, like let's say that you sign up to that theory, right? I mean, Nick Foles had one of the best quarterback games in the history of the Super Bowl. He was 28 of 43. He threw for 373 yards, three touchdowns. And oh yeah, he also caught a touchdown in that game. If you're telling me that you think that Brock Purdy is going to play like that on Sunday against this defense, you know what? San Francisco is winning. I don't think Kansas city is winning a shootout. So to speak, I just think that there are more weapons on one side than the other side. And that's not how Kansas city has got to the super bowl. They've got to the super bowl by managing their superstars and by being by far and away the best defense in the national football league. If their defense fails, then they lose. And that's not me counting out Patrick Mahomes, but the one thing that this team hasn't won this season has been a shootout. They can win a grinded-out football game. I trust them to win a grinded-out game more than I trust San Francisco to win that game, even though they have the better running back. But if this game turns into a track meet, run up and down the field, who has more weapons? I... That is just a game that I think San Francisco is going to win. So if you think that, hey, this is very similar to Eagles and Patriots and Brock Purdy can be Nick Foles, then you think that Brock Purdy is going to have one of the best games in Super Bowl history. Nick Foles accounted for almost 400 yards of offense and four touchdowns, and the Patriots gave up 41 points. I have no reason to think that Kansas City's defense will allow San Francisco to do that on Sunday. I agree. But where I'm stuck is when we look back at these quarterback disparities, like the text line point out with Foles, Brady, and like what on paper looks like Mahomes and Purdy, I think back at the other one, which was at the time Warner Brady. In hindsight, we don't think that. But at the time, we felt, oh, Warner Brady is a huge, huge disparity. It seems like historically when we feel like the disparity favors the better quarterback, does the better quarterback always get the win? And I know that's not why a team wins or lose in 2024. It's not the trend of what happened. I understand that. But to the text line's point, it does seem like the quarterback disparity, the team in the negative category has gotten the better of the better quarterback. David has slayed Goliath more times than not in this game when the quarterback disparity favors the one opponent. Yeah, you're certainly right. I mean, there are very few games in which the quarterback disparity is this big too. For the most part, I would say it's like last year that even though you like Kansas city's quarterback, it was not a significant quarterback advantage or the Rams and the Bengals two really good quarterbacks two very evenly matched teams. And we anticipated a good game. Like if you were just rolling out the raw data and the numbers, It is just very clear to me that one team has the advantage heading into this game. So it is interesting that at least when it comes to the line, 
it has stayed pretty consistent this entire time that San Francisco started as a favorite and they have settled in as a favorite. Maybe you'll be able to get this at Niners one and a half once we get closer to the game and on game day. But at this point, I would just anticipate that they are going to, that the Chiefs are going to be the betting underdog. And if you were picking the Chiefs to win, this is room for you to take advantage. Like, very rarely do you think that Vegas is wrong. I think that Vegas is wrong. My plan is to take advantage of it. Usually they take advantage of you in these scenarios. Coming up on the other side, I forgot about our topic we were going to talk about with the ringer and the story from Rainy Gisele. We'll do that on the other side. Keep it right here. So drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Our big game coverage is brought to you by Community America Credit Union. Community America Credit Union is proud to be the exclusive banking partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get your Chiefs checking account, including the exclusive Chiefs debit card at ChiefsChecking.com. Community America Credit Union. Lord, forgive me for what I'm about to say. Because I would not have said this two weeks ago, two months ago, maybe even two years ago, heading into Super Bowl 58. But I was reading a story, and I would highly encourage you to read it. It was from Rainy Jazeera It was on The Ringer. And it was 15 defining plays in Patrick Mahomes' career. And it went in order, chronological order, from the first play to the most recent play. Do you guys know what the most recent play, and it was the only play from this season that was on Patrick Mahomes' top 15. It was two weeks ago. 19 seconds to the two-minute warning of the game. Third and nine, Chiefs at their own 46. Ravens, four-man front, playing press on the outside. Mahomes will throw it. In the pocket, he's launching one long. Marquez Valdez, Scantling, catches the ball at the Raven 30 on his backside. 
shades of the catch he had against Cincinnati in the end zone last year in the AFC Championship game. Marquez Valdez-Scantling saving the best for last. His two catches last week and on his rear end catches a 32-yarder from Mahomes for a first down. Now, please forgive me for what I'm going to say. And I know that I have been one of the biggest culprits this season. I gave the man a nickname, Mr. Applebee's, two for 20. I called him first team Fitbit. I know what I'm saying is crazy. But you know what? I got confidence in MVS heading into the Super Bowl. Now let's be clear on what confidence means regarding MVS. Do I think he gets 40 yards? No. Do I think he gets 50 yards? No. Do I think he has three or four catches in this game? No. I don't need any of that. I don't even need him to have two catches in this game. Do I think that MVS has a big catch in Sunday's game that results in the Chiefs having a first down? Absolutely. That's all I need him to do. That's it. Mr. Applebee's, I apologize. You didn't give me any choice during the regular season, though. Come on now. I mean, come on. I got to talk about the Chiefs every day. What did you expect me to do during the regular season? You weren't good. But you know what? Heading into Super Bowl 58, based on what you did in Buffalo, based on what you did in Baltimore, you know what, man? Sign me up with inflation. He's not two for 20 anymore. He's two for 30. Sign me up for two catches for 31 yards and a big critical third down that gets Mitch Holtis all fired up in Super Bowl 58. Go ahead. You've earned that. You know what? I'm done calling you two for 20. That's not what you are anymore. It's Mr. Two for 30. You put a lot of caveats on what you consider trust in MVS. You don't need three catches. You don't need this. You don't need that. You just need... You need what you're asking him to be is what he's been all season. No, he has not been a consistent 30 yard a game guy. And you and I both know that if he was a consistent 30 yard a game guy, he wouldn't have had 260 yards in the regular season. He was not a guy that you could count on to consistently get out there. He was going out there getting cardio. He was out there to get steps for a majority of the season. So you're right. But a lot of it is expectations. That's what it is. Rob, I was not a good science student. I just never understood it. It didn't make sense to me. I was happy to get a C, thrilled to get a C in science. It's all about what your expectation is. Rob, we're talking about on Christmas, he had no catches. On New Year's Eve, he had one catch for three yards. In the Miami game, the first playoff game, he had one catch for eight yards. I'm telling you that I've now come around. If he can do exactly what he did in the Baltimore game, two catches, 38 yards, sign me up. He had one critical catch in the game. You know that Pat's going to give you one or two chances. He's going to throw it to you two times. He's going to throw it to Justin Watson two times. Anything more than that is greed, son. Anything more than that and you're just being greedy. He ain't ain't throwing you four targets. You haven't done four targets worth of work in the regular season. He's throwing you two catches. I hope you catch him for 31 yards. I think you're – I think you are being – 
you're holding him to the same standards you always did. You're changing the perception because I Googled the numbers. He averaged per game this year, 1.82 catches for 15 yards. What you're asking him to do is basically round up to a second catch <laughs> and he's good. He's home. You're asking for two for 20. Okay. So instead of 1.82 for 15, two for 20, I'm yeah. leaving a tip this time. Can, can I at least leave a tip? What he's going to do in week 20, I don't whatever think he's this first is, team is Fitbit anymore. That's fair. You know what? Now he's second team Fitbit. He's second team. I just got bigger problems. I want to stop them from doing the unthinkable and letting Kadarius Tony play. They let Sky Moore practice. Take his helmet away. Why is Sky, why is Sky Moore even in Vegas? He shouldn't even be around the team. Fun fact, Sky Moore has more Super Bowl catchers than MVS. And more Super Bowl to touchdowns. That? Why did you have to do that? Was I'm that just, necessary? I'm just stating two facts. No, you're stating facts, but you know what you're doing. Sky Moore, more reliable than Super Bowls. People are talking. I'm just here to tell you that I am now a believer. And that was it. That was the real message of all I was trying to communicate is, hey, MVS, I know that you and I haven't always seen eye to eye. But in your final game as a member of the Kansas City Chiefs, I want you to go out with the bank. Two catches, 31 yards. I mean, we know you're not going to score. You haven't scored since before Halloween. We know you're not going to score a touchdown. Hey, if you really want to go crazy, why don't you score the first touchdown of the game and make somebody rich? You know, if you're going to score, at least score the first touchdown. He's probably, what, 20 to 1, 25 to 1? Yeah, at least, hey, really go out with the bang here, MVS. I was serious, though, about Sky Moore. He is he is practicing with the team. They have opened up his window. Please don't. Stop it. Please keep Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore off the re- next year. Mini camps, OTAs. Hey, I'm willing to re-examine it. But we got one. We got one more game left. We got one more game left. You know, let's just get through it. Let's get through it peacefully. Let's get through it happily. Coming up at the top of the hour, Patrick Mahomes gave his all-time fantasy team. I'm inclined to give my all-time fantasy team. I'll tell you Patrick Mahomes next. Keep it right here. It's the drive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t oh, 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 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.